0: Greetings. Hello out there once again. It's your boy AK back again with another episode of The Real Talk with AK man. Hey, it's been a minute, it's been a minute, yo. It's been a while since I've did this alone, you know, because over the last few episodes that were published, you know, I've been having guests, I've been with my co hosts but since this is the first episode for the air for 2024, I actually decided that I should actually hold like a solo episode, you know, something Yan and just to give you a few updates on what's been happening so far, you know, because yeah, we've been working, we've been working, we've been working. Still on that path of bringing about practical solutions for practical social issues that exist within our communities. Hey? And even on this episode, we'll actually be talking about a sensitive topic. But before we actually do that, just a quick reminder to click that button down there and don't also forget to go check out our exclusive community of practical problem solvers on Patreon, a community whereby it brings a community that brings together different members from different parts of life together to come in try to find like practical solutions for the societal issues that exist within our communities so you know that's what we all about the podcast you know we've been moving we've been moving posting events hosting dialogue sessions and man it's been a great journey you know it's been a great journey it's been a great journey but apart from that let's let me just introduce the two people this episode you know so on this episode we'll be exploring and addressing the effects of systematic racism on black communities in South Africa as we are here to seek practical solutions for practical societal issues, you know. Cause you know, I feel like this is a topic that you know we tend to shy away from and sometimes we blindly use this race card even in situations that we are not supposed to be using it. But that's something we'll get to during the course of the episode. But apart from that, let's jump. Right so, as part of the introduction, I'll start by actually breaking down the history of this whole concept of systematic racism. So, in order to truly understand the effects of systematic racism, we need to delve deep into like its history in South Africa. Because bear in mind, the apartheid era left a lasting impact on our black communities because it was something that was institutionalized racially because it, it, it institutionalized like a racial segregation discrimination and oppression like this systematic mistreatment has had far reaching consequences that continue to be felt even today like the effects of apartheid we are still feeling them like even now so right now we are living in times whereby you find people whereby they are always talking about like apartheid is in the past. Yes, apartheid is something of the past, but that doesn't mean like the effects are still not felt even today because that's trauma, you know. We are still feeling the effects because even the land is not yet with us, you know. So those are some of the things that we'll actually be looking into on this episode because yeah. apartheid is actually contributed to how things are actually structured right now. For instance, recently there was this uh scandal that has been exposed for west bank whereby blacks have been paying 12 percent interest rates and then a white person has been paying 8 percent interest rates for their customers so you know those kind of things so right now it's systematic it's no longer about you are black you're not supposed to enter this building racism has been weaponized and it's been systematic in terms of how they go about it because as a black person it's hard for you to walk inside a bank and get a loan but uh, for someone who's white it's actually simple they can go in and just get a loan just like that book but for you as a black person they'll tell you that you don't qualify and so forth and if you do qualify you end up paying this huge installment raise so I want us to take a look at the impacts and effects that uh, systematic racism has had on our society. So, systematic racism has had, like, a profound impact on the lives of black individuals and communities in South Africa. It has limited access to quality education, healthcare, employment opportunity, and housing. It has perpetuated racial stereotypes and stigmatizations. These effects have created a cycle of disadvantage that is difficult to break, you feel me? They have created a disadvantage for the black community. For instance, let's look at like the access we have to the healthcare. It's poor. Our public hospitals are deteriorating. Corruption is at the center of our public hospitals. It's hard for people to get beds in hospitals. You find people sleeping on the floor. So like, those are some of the effects because post apartheid, we never actually. We were never given the information or research in terms of how to maintain these things. They were just them over to us, just, but we were never trained in terms of how to maintain this. That's why you see, like, hence most of our buildings are deteriorated. Hey. Oh, so. So like, as I was saying that it has affected even employment opportunities, you know, like a or triple that thing is also another factor that the unemployment rate is at such a high, high time rate at the moment, you know. Like systematic racism has had a deep and lasting impact on the lives of black individuals and communities in South Africa. The consequences are wide ranging, affecting various aspects such as quality education, like I said, healthcare and employment opportunities. By limiting access to quality education, systematic racism has perpetuated disparities in knowledge and skills development. you know black people skills saleka wankaloa. Even the kind of education we received. Scale. You can't apply it in real life right now. You know, you know at the moment you have countries such as Japan whereby kids are being taught to build cars at an early young age. What's hard for us, what's hard for our education system to actually do that? They said we should go to We went to varsity, we were taught things. Those things when you get in the workplace, you get that 80% of them you're not even using them. And that time you're spending like 4 years in Vasity not even counting the high school years and primary, they are being told about locusts while other countries they are actually equipping Mm -hmm. their upcoming generation with the necessary skills kids in other countries know programming from the age of six but us because of those effects because of limited access to quality education because you find that in public schools like as i was saying that you know you find in public schools whereby we have that situation kids have fewer textbooks you find more than 60 kids in one classroom you know those kind of vibes. Like, and whereby when you go into these private schools, kids are going to school proper. I mean, like even their results are published a day before hours. So that should actually change something that in terms of equality, that we still have a long way to go. We still have a long way to go. And that's something that we, that actually needs to change because we can't keep on pushing like this, you know. So like you know, this feather escapes health disparities within communities. You know, systematic racism also plays a significant a significant role in limiting employment opportunities for black individuals, like I was saying. Discrimination during hiring processes or lack of diversity initiatives can prevent qualified candidates from accessing equal job prospects. whereby You'll find that when we have a job party on the platform, you'll find such things whereby they say that you should actually talk africans you know why are we still using those things as a form of hiring someone measuring someone's skill of doing the job because when it comes to doing the job it's not about language it's not about language let's be realistic it's about getting the job done so these kind of things are actually preventing us from moving forward and it's something that we should actually dive deep and look for solutions within but that's something we'll get into at the end of our episode you know but for now we keep on moving you know we're still breaking it down you know so like how can we breaking this cycle of disadvantages is indeed difficult but not impossible it requires acknowledging the existence of systematic racism so in order for us to break this cycle we first need to acknowledge that the systematic racism is something that will, it exists. That's why you find banks overcharging blacks on interest rates compared to white people. Whereby you'll find that a black person on is paying three times more compared to a white person. But it also begs to wonder, even for race, that it leads me to ask this question. What are we doing? Because it seems like such things we are not even paying attention for instance, the Western. everyone is so quiet about this is it about big brother? that's one of the reasons you know that's one of the reasons we are not actually moving and there's institutions will continue taking advantage of us you know that's something we need to acknowledge first you know so as we continue talking about how we can break break like the cycle we need to continue raising awareness about the effects of systematic racism on marginalized communities like south africa's black population as i was saying just now that we actually need to start talking about these things you know pointing them out that these things are there asking why is this why is it still like this we are talking about democracy but is it really democracy we really in power because like we are entertaining things that can't even contribute to like bettering our lives as a race you know that's something that needs to change you know our priorities are not aligned before we actually start pointing or paying this race card you know we also need to look at ourselves in terms of what are we doing for instance if we continue the way we are doing you know even our upcoming generation, they're still gonna face the very same issues because we fail to do something about these things. Black person, it's time to wake up. If we have to build our own banks, let it be so, we are capable. Why is it hard for us to do that? Why do we still have to go and beg for like all of these higher institutions to actually give us funds, loans, the housing loans, car loans, whereby we can actually do these things for ourselves as a race. That's one thing I admire about the Jewish community, you know. Because they have this philosophy of saying that if I have a hundred rand, it must pass at least on ten hands of like my fellow brothers before it leaves our community. But that's something is a race we are not doing. And if we continue like this, I'll keep on saying this, we'll forever be like this, you know. Will forever be like this. It is crucial that our education system provides a comprehensive understanding of the historical context, ongoing effects of systematic racism, as well as highlighting the achievements and struggles of marginalized communities. By doing so, we can foster empathy, tolerance, and respect among future generations, paving the way for a more equitable society. That's the only way to build a future for our kids the young ones that are still upcoming you know like an equal future a future that has equal opportunities you know we first need to acknowledge these things that are there and actually teach them about <coughs> such things we don't often talk about these things with our kids you know we tend to shy away from addressing these things because we're seeing that we free right nah <laughs> we're not <laughs> so another way to combat systematic racism is through economic empowerment we must work towards creating equal opportunities for black entrepreneurs and professionals supporting black-owned businesses advocating for fair employment practices providing mentorship programs can also help bridge the existing gaps you know it goes back to the spirit of Abu, the concept of black tax you know that's where we add because Black checks is all about giving back to where you come from. I'm not talking about the one that's not black checks. You know. That's not black checks. Of you know, once you reach the top, you need to pull down the ladder for your fellow brothers so that they also get to the top. That's something we are not doing as a race. Instead, we seem to be competing a lot you know we are hating on black owned businesses you know it's hard for all to support there's always something negative to say about black businesses that's one of the reasons you see a huge decline or a low percentage of black owned businesses you know because if we look at the businesses that are actually dominating black owned it's mostly clothing brands what about other industries such as the motor? industry, mining industry. When are we going to take over those industries? Because the only way for us to do that we need to pull our resources together. We need to start understanding that working together, that's the only way to defeat this sickness, this pandemic. Because right now for instance, on one of the episodes that we did on season 2, I once spoke about this whereby I was like We are quick to use this racism card or this race card when wives do a certain thing, you know, for instance, when the, what's this, Afri Forum went and built their uh, university, there. I don't know, where is it, my son if I'm not mistaken, somewhere around those sides, what happened? We cried about race, why is it only African speaking? question becomes now what are we doing as a race what are we actually doing as a race because now you can't always be looking at a race that's actually trying to move forward and be like no they are discriminating against us we can build our own goddamn things man why is it hard for us to do that because If we can come together, maybe for like 20 people or 100 people, 100 blacks uniting, contributing, maybe for instance, let's just say 4k, 4k, 4k per person every month for like two years or three years, that's something, you know, we can actually build the schools, we can actually do this thing. Problem with us as a race is that we have this sense of entitlement. That's something that's been preventing us to move forward, you know. But the only way for us to actually combat this disease it's by working together, you know. Promoting each other, you know, advocating for fair practices, cospending. You see that your fellow brother is being mist is being mistreated at work, but you're just laughing. You're not doing anything about it. Then you say, "No, I'm a black person. You're proud to be black." What the fuck? we still have a long way to go guys (laughs) so so okay now let's look at another way of actually promoting of actually how we can actually break the cycle of systematic racism you know in our communities you know like you know social integration is also essential in terms of creating a more inclusive community we need to foster dialogue, understanding, and empathy between different racial and ethnic groups. You know, why you try, We need to foster dialogue, understanding, empathy between different racial and ethnic groups. You know, like this thing of saying black or white. Race shouldn't be thing. You know. This thing should not exist. That's the thing. You know, this thing of classifying us, putting us in boxes. When I look at a human being, it's supposed to be a human being. Not white or black but unfortunately that's not the reality but that's something we can teach the young ones because at the end of the day kids only know love they don't know hate we are the ones that teach them that actually teach them to hate you know by actually separating them from other races not exposing them to other cultures even that's something that needs to change you know we call this country a rainbow nation for a reason you know so, if you are excluding your kids from being exposed on other races and cultures, basically, when they grow up as adults, we know that we all hate things we don't understand. That's the reality of things. When you don't understand something, you hate instead of what looking for the right information and equipping yourself with the right knowledge. you know you know like <coughs> Social integration plays a crucial role in building a more inclusive society. By promoting dialogue, understanding and empathy between different racial and ethnic groups, we can work together towards breaking down barriers and fostering a sense of unity. That's something that I was saying just now. No, 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 no. That by actually closing this gap or this bridge that has been created or breaking down this wall that has been built for races we can achieve a lot of things you know we can move forward as it is we can actually take south africa from being a developed or still developing country into one of the powerhouses in the world but because of this separation that you are calling for keeping independence you want to exclude yourself to that side we won't achieve anything that won't solve anything we need to start ignoring this thing of race you know and actually plugging each other with equal opportunities yes it will take time but if we teach the upcoming generation it's a good investment because we know that we will have left them with something that is filled with love not hate you know we're about to take a quick short break right now You know, there's, you know, someone is calling me, there's just a phone call here, but I'll respond to it. I'll call them back. (laughs) By experiencing other cultures, by experiencing other cultures firsthand, people can gain a deeper understanding of societal differences and develop empathy towards others. Diversity training is another valuable tool in promoting social integration. You know. Because when you teach people about diversity, what tends to happen is that, what tends to happen is that, we stop seeing color, we stop seeing race. Still saying the same thing basically anyway. You know. It's still saying the same thing basically. Because it helps educate individuals about the importance of inclusivity. It equips them with skills to interact respect- respectfully with people from various backgrounds. You know. Because once you understand someone's culture, where they are from, who they are, why they are, the way they are. You'll respect them because you understand even some of the challenges that they've been you know so diversity training is also something that we should actually be advocating for you know as we move in society in our communities expose yourself to other cultures like i said you know other environments that's how you grow that's how you break down this wall that has been created by Apartheid, you know, all those things, you know. One tour. Because such trainings also encourage. Again, guys, from our short break, you know, that was a quick one. You We're know, we still on that path of seeking practical solutions for practical societal issues that exist within our communities. And we are still talking about systematic racism in South Africa in the this will always relate to these higher institutions you know but i was already breaking down the solutions in terms of how we can address this illness this sickness that seems to be part of our society you know and it's been it's been passed down generation to generation to generation you know yes it does exist at the end of the day but we need to face facts that the only reason that it keeps on driving is because we are failing to unite We are failing to Now I have to start a foundation. And we are back again guys from our short break you know we are still on that path of seeking practical solutions for practical societal issues that exist within our communities before we jump right back in don't forget to click that sus- that subscribe button below down there don't also forget to share with your friends and families and let them know that there's podcast network the that's that is dedicated its time to like bring about practical solutions for practical societal issues. As we've seen over the last few years or months, that we've actually been on the crowd working hand to hand with communities. We, we have hosted dialogue sessions such as machitari Kaufela, whereby it's a platform for men, in fact young men and old men in, in our society to come together. And just close that bridge in terms of conversations, you know, whereby having those conversations, you wish maybe your pops you could have had with your pops. So that's where we close that that bridge, you know, and we also help each other in terms of empowerment, you know. So the details for our next sessions will be available very soon, but apart from that, on the 24th of February will actually be hosting an event called the Love Affairs Single and Mingle Sessions. You know, it's our second event. This is the second one. It's an event that takes place annually, you know. So we help people find love too. So the got is about Dr. Love. So we're also there, you know, hosting events, trying to revive that entertainment space in the West Red, you know. So we're moving, we're growing and there's been also some dope collaborations because we've also partnered with Visualize Greatness you know but apart from that let's jump right back in to our episode as we continue talking about systematic racism and illness that has been passed down to generation to generation within our race you know. And if we don't do something about it, it's going to continue to be so, even for the upcoming generation. I'm talking about your kids, your grandkids, because at the end of the day, you're going to get to that point where you're a grandparent, you know, whether you like it or not. That's the reality, you know. So, like, I was talking about diversity training before we went to that short break, you know. So, in terms of diversity training, what I was talking about, I was saying that we need to expose ourselves to other cultures, traditions, you know, in order to understand where people come from, who they are, what they do. Because if we don't understand each other, we can not get together. The first step to collaborating, working together is understanding each other, understanding someone's struggles, you know, that because that helps in terms of you understanding how they think, how they behave, how they behave. So unless if we change that, we're going to continue doing this, because we need to start working together. That's the reality. We need to start having black owned businesses, private companies, whereby we have a black owned company, a fully black owned company, from shareholders, board of directors, you know, those kind of vibes. Because we are actually capable of building these things, you know. Instead of always playing the blame game, pointing the finger, you know, when we see the other race progressing. Because Something that surprises me is that we always claim that we are broke as a race, you know, we don't have enough resources. But no, just take a trip to the mall, sit down, take, just sit down on one of those benches and just observe for like the 10 minutes as people are busy doing that rosaries. And then come back to me and tell me if those rules that you see as busy pushing up and down that the good that you see in there is it is it for that someone who's quite a you know. because we need to invest in ourselves as a race you know you giving back to where you are from that's not black text that's you empowering your fellow brothers and sisters you know. So, lastly, we must advocate for policy reforms that address systematic racism, you know. This includes working towards equitable legislation, promoting diversity in decision-making positions and holding institutions accountable for their actions, you know. Our political parties now, our political leaders, it's high time that they sit down and actually focused on coming up with policies that are actually helping alleviate all of this pandemic that's there of systematic racism like i said you know when it talks about holding institutions accountable it goes back to the statement i made earlier on in terms of us being quiet about what west bank has been doing to blacks what FNB has been doing to blacks and yet, we, and yet we think that we can progress as a race whereby we are focusing on things that are not contributing to the betterment of our kind, of our race. No, it's high time, you know, we try started asking these questions, like, why is it like this? Why are you doing this? If they are failing to provide the right answers, we build our own things. But apart from that, this is gonna be a short episode because as you can see, it's a solo episode, you know, I was just welcoming you to the new year, you know, and letting you know what to expect as we move forward, you know, because this year we're gonna be consistent, 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 because we are trying to match the numbers for Spotify and YouTube. But apart from that, it's been dope, you know, chilling with y'all. I hope you also enjoyed my company, but apart from that I'm signing out and don't also forget to go follow us on across our social media platforms it's at the Peoples Podcast Network on Facebook it's at the Peoples Podcast you can also follow me personally my Facebook handle it's Akani from Junior that's where you can also get some of the updates of the things we do but in order for you to stay fully updated in terms of what's happening around the podcast network Because we still have new shows that are going to be coming, you know, new faces joining the network, you know, because we're growing at the end of the day, we're growing, you know. You can just go and subscribe to our newsletter on WordPress. It's at thepeoplespodcast.wordpress.com. That's where you'll get more updates in terms of what's happening. And you can also join our exclusive community for exclusive content you know, merchandise and so forth on Patreon slash the you know. That's where you can cop yourself merchandise, merchandise, you know, discounts to our events, invitations to seminars, you know, exclusive one-on-one sessions. So that's the platform if you actually want us to talk one on one, you know, engage or meet other practical problem solvers. But apart from that, it's a rep from our side. Thank you. like open-mindedness and fosters an environment where everyone feels valued you know so apart from that let's just take a quick short break we'll be back after this break but before we actually do that please don't forget to click our subscribe button down there and also go check out our blog or newsletter on the people's and then you can also check out our exclusive community a place where you can also get exclusive merchandise you know teas Hoodies and so forth, posters and so forth. You know, so you can just go to Patreon slash The People's Podcast Network com. You know, that's where you'll get everything. There's different chairs there. That's where you can join the community of practical problem solvers. But apart from that, we'll be back after this quick short break. Thank you.